0: Speak Easy Studios. Speak and be heard. Have you ever walked into a house or building and wonder how it was designed? Or look at your own home and wonder how you can improve it? My name is Kathleen Garrido with KG Interior Design. This podcast is for experienced designers, those new to the industry, and people that just want to improve their own homes. We will discuss tips and insights for all of your design needs. Hey everyone, I'm Kathleen Garrido with KG Interior Design. We just moved to Boca Raton in our new office, super excited. I moved from California two and a half years ago to South Florida. And I'm originally from New York, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. So you get to know me a little bit better before we start talking about interior design. I'm also a single full-time mom of a beautiful girl who's 16 years old and now in high school, but I adopted my daughter from China when she was a year and a half old. And I had to go to China during the Olympics, and I always say she was my gold medal when I got to bring her home. So she's the love of my life. She's a uh, pole vaulter in high school. So yes, I'm a mother of a pole vaulter, which is very exciting. And the most important thing about having my business on my own is that I can have a lot of time with my family and friends. I love entertaining. I love when people come over for the holidays. Uh, My daughter and I enjoy traveling I love to sail, I had a sailboat back in California and hope to do the same here in Florida. So that's a lot of fun. I believe in work-life balance, Um, so I can be that great mom and that great friend and that great sister and that great aunt. The next thing that I like to talk about with my company that I'm very passionate about is I have a gift of design. It was innate in me since I was little. I was designing my own room. My dad built me a dollhouse. I was always rearranging it. I always loved moving things around in friends' homes or family homes. And I really enjoy giving back to the community. It's so important that everybody has some type of form of design in their home so that they feel comfortable, they feel happy, um, they're motivated, they're productive. And my biggest thing giving back is um, the vets and also uh, children that are in the system in foster care. I, back in California, worked with an organization that we actually remodeled and furnished apartments for young youths. And we did 48 of them, and we probably touched almost 150 young youths. And I would tell you, in the beginning, when I would interview them, just like a client, because I believe that they should get what they want in their apartment, so they're very, very productive, um, I would interview them and they were very shy and standoffish, but I, I would listen to them on what they wanted. And we would get so many donations or I'd pull things from the warehouse we no longer used um, because I had so many accessories and bedding and all of that. And we'd bring it into their apartment, fully furnish it. They'd come in. And they were like brand new. It was like these butterfly, these little caterpillars that turned into butterflies. And all of a sudden I heard they were going back to get their GED. And I heard that they were going back to college, you know, because their environment walking into their home was beautiful. These young foster youths were only given a mattress. And that broke my heart because they're so broken as it is, and they don't have family. How could they come into a home and just have a mattress? So my whole thing when I worked with organizations in California was the living area, the common area would stay as young youths would come in and out. But the foster children that were in their bedrooms, however we designed their bedroom, when they aged out after two years, Um, they were able to take all of their stuff and move into a new apartment. And I just thought that was so important because they've lost so much. And now they get to bring this beautiful bedroom with them to their next place, wherever they end up. I love mentoring and teaching. So when I went to Interior Designers Institute in Newport Beach, I... Graduated with my AA, and immediately after that, the dean of the school had asked if I would teach there. And I just love giving back. I loved being able to teach a studio class. I loved being able to teach staging. And the beauty of that is so many of them wanted to come work for me. So they would either do internships. Um, my Debbie, who works for me, still works for me. She's been with me. It's got to be about eight years. And I hope that's right, Debbie. Um, but, you know, It's just such a passion to give back and inspire people. And here's what I'm going to say. My Debbie was a principal of a special needs school, and she then retired. Never thought, no matter what age you are, what you're thinking to do, take the leap of faith and start something that you're passionate about. I was in corporate America for 23 years And I never thought I could do it on my own, and I did. And I've been successful ever since. And I always love when I can talk to people and inspire them to do what they love to do, because you will be successful because the passion is there. But I ended up with a a job working for New York and Company, and I was very, very successful in retail. I loved it. I loved the people. And one day when I decided that, hey, we're going to adopt, you know, my daughter, Isabella, I knew that I could not travel as much. I knew that I could not be up in a plane all the time. And I really wanted to make sure that I could be able to have that work-life balance and be there for her, especially in her first couple of years coming into a different country, a different family. I just wanted to be there for her. So when I ended up going back to school, I started my firm at that time. And my whole goal was, within four years when I got my degree, was to be able to have my company flourish and be running like crazy so then I could just jump into working full time. And that's absolutely what happened. Um, As soon as I graduated, I ended up working for the school as a professor. And then I ended up with my own company just flourishing because I ramped it up for four years. The beauty of my design firm is that no job is ever too small for us. I believe everybody should have an interior designer somehow, some way. So I do as much as consulting. So the consulting could be, hey, Kathleen, can you just come by and walk through my house real quick and just tell me what to get rid of, what to add? I have a couple of sofas I was looking at. So I'm able to do that really quick and give that house a whole new look I can do a redesign where we use maybe some of the existing pieces, add some new pieces, add some new accessories and art, and then the house looks absolutely phenomenal. Or if you're thinking about redesigning or remodeling your kitchen or your bathrooms or maybe adding square footage to your home, I can help you with that as well. So again, no job is ever too small for us. It's so important that with any project, whether it's consulting or remodeling, that you have an interior designer. They will think through all of the details. That's what I do. I make sure that when I'm designing a kitchen for a client, that I know that that individual cooks a lot. You know, they're a gourmet chef. They have large platters. They entertain a lot. So this way... As much information as I have, I will build them an amazing kitchen and they'll never look back and say, we should have done this. We should have done that. It's all about the details. And when you're doing such a major remodel, it's important not to rush the process. It's important to think through all the details. So once it's built, it's the most amazing kitchen you've ever put in or the primary bathroom. It's the most amazing primary bathroom you've ever seen. I have lots of stories about things that happen you know with or without a designer so here's here's one good one we had installed these amazing chandeliers from restoration hardware and i had to be there for almost eight and a half to nine hours watching the chandelier be installed because each hand-blown glass had to be placed on a hook and if it wasn't even there was going to it would not be even on the chandelier it had like seven tiers And if it goes up, then you lose the integrity of the chandelier. So we had to make sure everything was straight. So we got that all set up. Like I said, it took all day. And as I was leaving, my general contractor said, now, you don't think this is going to shake or anything? And I'm like, no, it shouldn't. But what had happened was that night, my client decided to do laundry and the chandeliers turned into wind chimes. They were vibrating, uh, they were making noises, and I knew uh, these things were huge. They were like 72 inches long, they were huge, and and, and we had two of them. We found out that they did not enforce um, the floor properly. And then when they did the countertop over the washer dryer, they were front loaders, it was too tight. So the vibration is what was causing the problem with the chandeliers. So Chuck got in there, he fixed everything and those chandeliers look beautiful and there is absolutely no movement. But those are the details that I talk about that could be so critical because these chandeliers were over $25,000. And the last thing you want is to have these beautiful things sound like wind chimes in your living room. Again, I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. I look forward to our next one with all of you. But if you have any feedback for us or you want to hear us talk about a topic or maybe you're going through a remodel or thinking about doing something and you have questions, please send them in because I'd love to talk about them. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye bye.